Welcome to the Silent Elephant Project podcast, where we have conversations with everyday people living with life-limiting health conditions. We are not claiming to be specialists, but we are offering a therapeutic space to build dialogue around marginalized health themes, giving you the opportunity to listen in. We hope you enjoy today's episode. In this episode, you'll be listening to Fidelis and John talking about their experience acting in the short film Pretend, produced by us, Fresh RB. Our short film Pretend is all about men's mental health, and our actors Fidelis and John touched on their experience acting in our short film, and they share their own experiences dealing with mental health and how it has affected them personally in their lives. Stay tuned to hear about the importance of men's mental health and the making of our short film, Pretend. Over to Fidelis and John. Well, hello. Why don't you introduce yourself? Let the people know who you are. My name is John Joyce O'Keefe. I'm 49 years old. I was born in Birmingham. was brought up in Tipperary. I'm really happy at the moment because, hey, I'm meeting all you guys since we finished production. And I've just come off the back of a two-week stint in theatre at 53-2 in Manchester, JB Short's plays, where I was playing Boris Johnson, or his body double. Tell me, who are you? Well, mate, I'm Fidelis Olanun. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Nigeria. Grew up in Ireland. Live in Manchester. Complicated, I know. And I'm feeling very happy today, man. Feeling very good. What have I been up to since production? Work, vibes, just living life acting class as well and also just about to shoot a short film again so should be exciting should be very exciting i have a question for you what do you think are the reasons men don't speak about their mental health because it's taboo embarrassment you know in historically men are the the hunter gatherers they're the ones that go out and work for the family and it's not true but to show any sign of weakness and to have mental health issues historically you just have to keep to yourself don't let anybody know about it completely untrue because all it does is it eat away at you and then one day it kind of creeps up and bites you in the backside and you realize that your world is tumbling around you i know that from personal experience oh yeah we know because <laughs> remember, remember the audition that you had which was very powerful yeah i completely agree i feel like with men, you have to you have to put up a strong face. I think it's because so many people depend on you. We have a massive weight of you need to achieve this certain thing, or you're not considered a man. You, it shows a lack of strength to have you know mental health problems. Apparently, we just need more perseverance, to be honest with you, and having the ability to open up and be free to. You just need to find your people. But I think also if most men, if they were to look at themselves would say, yeah, they have mental health issues in some way, whether it even just be anxiety or they cover it up. So you'll have lads who are going, oh, it's a weakness. Look at me, I'll go out and get hammered. Why are you getting hammered all the time? Because you don't do that for fun. It is something that we do need to speak up more about. We need to give men the space to to be vulnerable, not weak, but be vulnerable, because there's nothing wrong with being open up about your issues, open up about your emotions. That's a strength. And it's freeing. Once you talk to one person, it's no longer a weight. 
Yeah, the way it's gone, isn't it? You're like, okay. And then you see their reaction, whether it be a loved one, member of your family, or whether it be a therapist. Yeah. And they talk you through it, and you realise that you're not being weak, that probably most of the reasons you're feeling the way you are aren't your fault. Yeah. So for me, I've since filming, I've started therapy. How's that been going? Amazing. I used to blame myself for everything. Everything that happened to me throughout my childhood, I thought, well, it's my fault. And I realised it wasn't. I was a kid and these things shouldn't have happened. And that's been freeing because I no longer have that belief that I'm worthless. What I've realised over the past, um, past few months is that you come to realise that what you think a lot of people aren't thinking you get what I'm saying? So sometimes you put people's voices, no, your own voice over people louder than your own. Yeah, how you, how you perceive yourself is not how other people perceive you. Yeah, how other people perceive you, because I just realised that, um, quick story, because I have, I have other pieces, I've been hiding, I've been, you know, putting a durag, you know, over the film, the characters wear the durag, because I was not willing to be vulnerable and open, and whatever. And then one day I was like, Joy, I'm just going to do it. I, I thought to myself, really and truly, nobody's actually looking at me, but I've made it that if I do this, everybody's going to look at me. But it's just, a, it's just a thought, it's just an intrusive thought that human beings have, not just men, but women as well. What do you do to combat stress and relief? For me to combat stress, what I find now, having gone to therapy, I listen to EMDR, sort of like music to help me calm that. So it's kind of like meditation, I quite like, white noise. For me, it's mainly at night, because I keep myself busy during the day. It's kind of an avoidance, you know, <laughs> so if I'm, I'm busy, I don't have to face it, but at night, that's kind of where the demons seem to come up the most. It just helps me just relax and calm down. What about yourself? Sports, fitness, playing football, you know, just being, being as active as possible, you know, just releasing all that aggression. You know, as a man, you're all, all aggressive or whatever, so just releasing that aggression is good. Well, also, if I was, if I was quite honest, just my, my relationship with Jesus, if I was going to be honest with you, there's, it's, there's a freeing and there's a peace that comes with it that is like, you, if you go through hard times, but there's a foundation that's set that you can't really shake, do you get what I'm saying? So, like, cause for me, even before, even before I gave my life to him, I was dealing with depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts and all of this. So, but then once once that happens, it's like a whole different, whole different sense of peace. Oh yeah, I pray every night. That helps me actually calm down. I'm talking to God. Also cooking. I love cooking. That just having everything chopped out, ready in individual pots. Question. In the film, what part do you relate to see yourself reflected the most in your character? Yeah, I think whenever I'm playing any part anyway, I have to, you always have to bring a bit of yourself to it. Yeah. So the bit I relate to the most is probably the empathy I have and the empathy I had for your character and the understanding that, you know, I know what it was like to be going through it. So even as a therapist, um, a lot of therapists, they have to do thousands of hours of self-therapy before they can go out and they have to look at themselves. And So it was empathy, knowing you were struggling and you know wanting to help, and but making you, or trying to get you to realise it yourself and tell me what the issues were rather than me trying to like force them out of you, freeing yourself, yeah. and that kind of 
the empathy for you. What about yourself? I don't know. I think I relate to a lot of it because I did write it, so it's sort of like it's sort of difficult not to relate to it. But I think just the whole idea of pretending sometimes, and just the idea of pretending to be feeling a different way than you actually are because you don't want to make other people uncomfortable. I realize people aren't willing to put themselves down to help raise other people up in moments of you're not feeling how you want to be. You have to, you have to pretend to, you know, I'm happy, but really deep down inside. But because I can't be sad in front of you, because you're gonna laugh, judge, whatever you want, whatever that they may do. When people say how are you, most people don't want an honest answer. They just want you to say I'm fine, because then they can keep pretending they're fine, and we all just go on pretending. Once that discussion happens, if you were saying, well, you know, I'm not feeling great, this is going on, they go, do you know what, neither am I. This is a statistic for you. Did you know 75% of the registered suicide deaths in the UK in 2020 were for men? Obviously, I didn't know the specific number, but I did know that men are the highest. I didn't think it was as high as that. But again, you don't hear about it. In the media, you don't hear about that. It's shocking, really, because we keep saying that men don't talk about it. Men are scared to talk about it. And if 75% of suicides are men, why isn't more being done about that? Because obviously there's a massive issue here. So it either has to come from government to help support people because, I mean, I know the NHS is overrun and, you know, when I finally got therapy, it was great. But it was a long time coming because of the backlog, which, you know, I'm not blaming the NHS for that, but, you know, we need more things in place for people. Yeah, I feel like it also just illustrates that men and our society are disposable. It just shows that men are very important in our society. Everyone, everyone's important. But it's just that amount, that 75%. So if you imagine, say, we'll say a thousand people have died from suicide, 750 of them are men. That's a lot of fathers, brothers, sons, friends, you know. So I think something does need to change. I think the way we view mental health, the way we view each other needs to change in a massive way. And the stigma has to go. The, the whole taboo of it that, you know, it, don't talk about it, just bury it. If you keep burying it, at the end of the day, someone's gonna bury you. Or you're gonna bury yourself. My think there's also moments where I feel like we need to be more compassionate, more compassionate, more empathy, less selfish. Yeah, if, if a friend coming to you in need, don't take the mickey out of them and tell them they're being weird, help them. Yeah, it is definitely, and even, even not even just a friend, a stranger as well. There's nothing better than someone saying, how are you, are you okay? when you're in it and you're like, you, you, didn't, you needed that one person, that one voice, and that person was able to give it to you. So if we can give it to everybody every single day, then the world should be a better place. There needs to be a lot more support put in place for men. I mean, even if there's somewhere, I know that there's helplines you can ring. That's hard in itself, making that phone call, isn't it? It's, I don't know, I haven't got the answers, but something more needs to be done. Yeah, definitely. Um, lastly, how would you like? How would you reflected on the experience you've had today, having this short but sweet conversation? I've enjoyed it. Just getting to meet you guys again has been great. Having a chat with you because last time we did talk, <laughs> I was your therapist. Yeah, you were. 
you you weren't enjoying life. Why do you think it's important to raise awareness for men's mental health? Because it's obviously a massive issue in the UK, you know, and it's not something that should be overlooked because 75% is huge, so it is an issue and a lot needs to be done about it because a lot of people are losing their brothers, husbands, fathers, everything, like you said. If we can save, help, even this can help one person, then that's one more life. You know, if someone else goes, right, I've seen this, I'm going to get help. That's one life saved. What about yourself? What have you thought about today? Yeah, it's been, it's been good. Good to see the team again, like you said. Good to see you again. Therapist. Did a good job. Um, also, just, just the fact that we spoke about how we don't let your your own thoughts cloud too much of your own judgment. So don't put your voice into other people's mouths. You are not alone. There are people who do feel exactly how you feel. You feel like you are, but you're not. A lot more than you actually probably realise, especially looking at those percentages. Yeah, especially, because that's a high percentage of a lot of men, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I feel like, just resonating on what you said about just going out there and just raising awareness. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I'm just, there's nothing much for me to add.